I'm Baruch. And I'm Aaron. And this is The Open Source Show. I'm Aaron. I'm a cloud advocate at Microsoft. And I'm Baruch. I'm head of developer relations with JFrog. So today we're going to talk about DevOps and open source. Gee, that's a complicated topic, right? When we talk about DevOps, we talk about three main concepts or the intersection between them, actually. People, process, and tools. All of them are complicated in open source. Yeah. People with different backgrounds, different uh, from different places, with different mentality. How can you make them play as a team? Because that's what's required for doing DevOps. Somehow they come together and we make good progress. And I think it's hard to make that happen. It takes work. But then once they do, all those different perspectives come together and really build something valuable and, and powerful. It's hard to get those processes together to work well and productively. People are passionate about tools. People are passionate about the way they do things. So they will be very opinionated about what you what, what to use, right? I don't like this CI server. I prefer another one. Well, I don't want our code in this version control. I want the other one. How can you get a consensus and actually get efficient decisions fast enough to move forward. I mean, it goes even down to like code formatting and styles. Tabs versus space. And that's totally fine because they're coming in and they're dedicating time. Maybe it'll be after work or maybe it'll be on a weekend. And they're so passionate about the project that they're going to do and they're going to go put that time. But as a leader of an open source project, sometimes you have to kind of just make a decision. And other times you have to kind of have the feel for when to put it to a vote or you know, get different perspectives from folks. What sometimes happens? they'll leave. You, you can't avoid that. But other times they'll want to sort of get more involved so that next time they can be a more integral part of that decision. Or maybe they'll be more motivated even to become sort of the next level up. Maybe become a maintainer or a core maintainer or something along those lines. In the Athens world, if, if me or another core maintainer had control over some tool or some process and then left, and then if they left, Athens would just stop. We'd be unable to make progress. Tools is one thing, but also knowledge. Hmm. Both of us were talking about sort of this geographic distribution, and that also implies time zone distribution. There's not going to be like this tribal knowledge or just kind of word of mouth. It's going to be people on the internet, and they're going to require documentation. Literally, words written down in public, in the open, so that if that does happen, if that person who knew a lot of things left, then someone else could come in and say, oh, I need to read about how to pick up that slack and do this thing. So we start, we start with people that are passionate and, and the process has to be there in order to make all those people collaborate successfully, yeah. right? This bus factor or, or the, the lack of it also implies um, tool selection. It's a topic that is like, sometimes you can make no progress on choosing that right tool for the right, project, right? right? right. What, what, are the, what are the key factors of selecting the tools that will support the open source project in a way that no, uh, you know, whatever happens won't affect the effectiveness of your, of your software delivery process. There are a bunch of open source tools that you can download and install on your computer and then run with it. Yeah. What's wrong with that? The problem with that is kind of going back to the bus factor is if one person knows how to use the tool or has it installed properly on their machine, you really have to document how everyone else should do that. It's their machine. If they, if they walk away, that's a problem. Exactly. That means cloud? Cloud, all the way, absolutely. There are quite a few cloud tools that either are free or give you very generous or free plans for open source. 
And I think that it's really important that as a community leader, you seek out those tools. And a lot of times you make it non-negotiable to use any tools that do cost money. Because as an open source project, you want to avoid, again, you want to avoid that one person paying. But you also want to build on open source and provide the project to committers and contributors. There are a lot of projects out there that will give away the service, whether it's CI/CD or code linting or analysis or whatever else. You know that Microsoft gives a lot of stuff for free for open source communities? We've got Azure DevOps, we've got Azure Pipelines, but Microsoft's not the only one for open source communities. We sponsor both uh, development um, artifact repositories on Artifactory for open source projects and uh, distribution through Bintray free for open source projects. And that means actually that we can build the entire pipeline, right, from the development, from the writing of the code all the way to distributing our software yeah. for free in the cloud. And then there are also, of course, a lot of tools that are language specific for, let's say, hosting dependencies or getting dependencies down that are also open source, getting them into your project. And there's a whole list of other things that are language specific. So that's things like debuggers and linters and the list goes on and on. And really it's incumbent on the open source community leader for that project to seek those tools out, and in a lot of cases, introduce the contributors to those tools and get them sort of involved with using those tools in the project as well. We can automate almost all of this process from just a developer writing code to making sure it's high quality, running the tests, deploying it, everything along the way. And as long as those tools are free, there's no more bus factor. Because whatever had this knowledge of how to release now actually coded it so I think that will be a good example to have on our show notes, um, to have a, a, a tool chain of those free tools, for example, that you use mm -hmm. in, uh, in Project Athens. Yeah, and, and plenty of other tools that are used in other projects as well. Check out all those things in the show notes. Uh, please check out opensource.microsoft.com. If you like what you see, give it a thumbs up and definitely do subscribe. Thank you.